What's that episode? What is the episode? She's looking at episode 4. It's late enough in the show to be good and early enough in the season to make sense. I'm Lisa. I'm Adam. We're here with <laughs> we're here again with our favorite DW cosplayer and most beloved hummus slinger, Aaron Rue. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. 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 Well, are you not sorry? You're sorry to be here. I'm sorry people have to listen. Oh no, we yeah. love having you on. She specifically, and, are you talking to anyone in in particular? Or I don't know if I you've looked know. at our like uh, fans, if you've talked to our fans, but all of them are like, we need to have Aaron on again. Every single one. Every, of them. Every, yeah. all fourteen of them. Or twenty. Twenty. Yeah. My mom is one of the fans. <laughs> she so listens. My mom. Hey, Taylor really? is. Wow. Taylor, yeah. Yeah. My mom was at the store a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, oh, that's my friend Lisa over there. And she's like, oh, season three, episode four? What? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. It was a good time. Yeah. What's your mom's name? Stacy. Uh, Stacy, thank you for listening. Uh, Lisa and I both love you. Oh. Uh, yes. Don't know you, but you're wonderful. Mm-hmm. We should get barbecue sometime. <laughs> too far? Too far? Barbecue is too far? Barbecue seems like with a stranger's mom or okay. with the coworker's mom. Sorry. Stranger's mom. Stranger. <laughs> no, ah. I'm sorry. She's okay. a stranger to me. What do you think of barbecue as like a like it's very casual, works for a first date, right? But it's so messy. Yeah, no, I would feel mm-hmm. really uncomfortable actually if yeah. that was like my first date because mm-hmm. I'd be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'd be yeah. licking every finger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's that's a if if you can do that. If you can pull that off and not get any barbecue on you, uh, it's kind of a flex. That is. But good. who is that advanced level at barbecue? And and should you be? Well, hopefully you get a bib. Ah. <laughs> with a big pig with a chef's hat on How it. are you? Stacy? let's make it happen. <laughs> All of us with bibs, <laughs> chef's hats. Chef's hats and barbecue. <laughs> the sauce is flying so high, it could land in your hair. Wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. We're, we're cookie monstering this shit. The sauce flies so high, it lands in your hair. Oh, my God. Uh, so. <laughs> this week, we watched American Horror Story. Speaking of sauce, sauce flying, flying high. high. Yeah. Blood likes, blood Guts. splashes just like sauce. Well, and it's impossible to clean up once you've killed someone. Ah. It's just, it's nearly impossible. Honestly, Jessica Lange just throws the body in a carpet and bye-bye, it's gone. Well, the, guy, the guy does. The guy does, yeah, yeah roll, roll her up. Yeah, always cleaning up other people's messes. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, it really does, but specifically, um, what's her name? Fiona. Fiona's. Yeah. Wait, have you guys watched the rest of the season? Just, no, just I've never okay, seen. Cool. I've yeah. never seen any American Horror Story. Okay, uh, I'm very new to it. What did you think? <laughs> um, it was so. I've been doing a uh, a another podcast this whole month. Um, uh-huh. it, 
31 Days of Horror, basically every night we've been going over to a friend's house, watching a horror movie, talking about it. And it's on Instagram. Follow Beep Beep Richie T on Instagram and watch it on Instagram TV. That's where we're at. Uh, by I'm not a horror movie watcher, but this month I've been watching a lot of horror movies and like, like I realized that this show is just like, it's like a love letter. It's a send up to horror tropes and the way things play out in a horror thing. And every episode is like more horror stuff. And like this one, there was a moment that reminded me of what's that Halloween movie with like the witches that like have Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. There's like a Hocus Pocus moment with the three, um, the tribunal of witches that come and like do oh, the uh, council. The council, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought that was. I was like, this is a Halloween episode. This aired October thirtieth, um, mm-hmm. two thousand thirteen, and uh, and I was like, I want more Halloween things to happen instead of them interviewing people and having <laughs> a council. I wanted more like spooky. Right. Well, yeah. I said this earlier how it is split up into two episodes. Right. <clears throat> right. Excuse me. They both take place like on Halloween, mm-hmm. but. Um, this episode is just like kind of opening up to that. Mm-hmm. I bet the next one's fucking nuts. I bet. I mean, yeah. this one Zombies ends attacking. on such a cliffhanger. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Classic. Uh, let's. The IMDb summary of the show of American Horror Story is an anthology series centering on different characters and locations. And then the rest of the description is characters or like locations that oh, it's yeah. on. This one is Coven. This this season is yeah, Coven. Yeah, we're so watching it's... Coven. And it seems like it's set in it's Nola. In, it's in New Orleans, yeah. Nons. Nons. <laughs> Nons. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Yeah? No. Oh. <laughs> this episode is titled Fearful Pranks in Sioux. It aired on October 30th, 2013. The episode summary is Fiona's choices rattle a decades-long truce between the Salem witches and Marie Laveau. The Council of Witchcraft pays a surprise visit to the Academy with disturbing allegations. Uh, <laughs> why did you pick this show? Uh, well, so I only watch like a few things. Very intently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Arthur. Arthur. Of <laughs> course. American Horror Story. Yeah. Um, that's where the list ends right mm. now. But nice. um, <laughs> I this is my favorite season of American Horror Story. And uh-huh. it just so happens to be season three. And then episode four just so happened to be a Halloween episode. Yes. And I knew that you guys so wanted great. to do. That's so great. Halloween episode. You gave us a great Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. And um yeah, it's my favorite season. I love how it looks. The cinematography is just, like, so gorgeous. Mm. Um, I love, like, the outfits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ryan Murphy is all about, like, style and yeah. fits. Like, you can tell he's a gay man. And I just... I say that as one queer woman to another gay man. Um, that, that, like, he's just got so much style. And that's... That's his... All of his shows are just packed full of style. Definitely. He's also from Indiana, which I think is cool. Ah. I don't know. Indianapolis. Is that... Why does that matter? <laughs> no, it is it's cool. cool it's, but, like, like what is the... What's the what's the emotional connection think, like, that? Well, I'm, like, a queer woman from mm-hmm. Illinois. Mm-hmm. And then it's just, like... It's from, like, like, the middle of the state. And yeah. I just, like... I feel, I feel a kinship to that. You know, it's cool that he's able to um, tell the stories that he wants to tell and, like, kind of break out. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. So, I like that. Big, magnificent stories yeah. coming from this space that yeah. feels yeah. so... Stifling. Yeah, uh, stifling, middle of nowhere, almost. 
Midwest. Yeah. That's that's wonderful. Yeah, even yeah. though Indianapolis is like a big city in Indiana, it's still like like Indiana. Everything I've heard about Indiana from people who live in Illinois. Is, yeah. Is, yeah. It's pretty. Um, it's like an evil twin. Oh. And I'm not saying I'm not saying like Illinois is so great, but yeah. like yeah. that's what it feels like. Wow. It reminds me of Arizona a lot. Yeah. Word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. And it just like I, 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 somebody told me that they were at a bar once and, and they were hitting on, or they were talking to a girl, and that girl's boyfriend came up to to her and was like, oh, "Were you hitting on my girlfriend?" And like pulled a gun on her. Like that's like, <gasps> yeah, in Indiana. In Indiana. Recently, that's like in the last like five years type Whoa. of thing. So this is where Ryan Murphy's coming from. Yeah. Like he's got this really, he's really tuned into middle america and that was also the place with the whole um you guys remember like the wedding cake thing the bakery in indiana yeah yeah ah. yeah i feel like there's a there's like constantly wedding cake things yeah uh fucking mike pence, was, is mike pence. yeah i couldn't even remember uh, <laughs> uh, yes that's right yeah and marjorie taylor what, what's her name? The new Supreme Court justice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, this is really just a political podcast at yeah. this point. But right. it just... You well, did, it's season yeah. three, episode four, where we talk about <laughs> the Supreme Courts. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Lisa, what's your experience with the show? the Electoral College. Um, go on. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any. I, I watched some of the first season, and I stopped, because this kind of stuff makes me feel, like, really bad. Mm. Just to see, like... To, it gets to a point where the characters are so at least in the first season, like, really mean to each other. <laughs> and like, violently... And violent, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, oh, I don't like the way this makes me feel. Interesting. Um, but now now I watch it, like, this episode in particular was so campy. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. So yeah. campy. And, the, and, it, and I don't know if it's, like, because it's such a culturally, like, different thing, like, because it's in New Orleans and because they're, like... Because they're witches. It's a coven. Like, that's... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's such a fantastical world, you know? Like, maybe that's why I can, like, separate my feelings from it now. Maybe I'm more mature, too. I don't know. But, mm. um, yeah, it's so campy. The first scene you see, Emma Ro- when Emma Roberts is in, I'm like, oh, okay. She, like, because I knew what happens with her character because I love that meme. The, the surprise, surprise bitch. bitch. <laughs> yeah. That you thought you seen the last of me. So I knew <laughs> that she, okay, she's going to come back. And yeah. I saw her and I was like, oh, she's not gone yet. And then in the next second, just <laughs> her throat yeah. is slit. I was like, what? what? I was screaming at the screen. It was wild. It, yeah. was very, it happened very quickly. Yeah. Well, yeah. the last episode, the one before it, yeah. it shows like the whole, the whole thing is like leading up to that. So that explains yeah. it more. But yeah. like, yeah, just like watching it, it's like. That that's Whoa. how they started the episode. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right, right. And then they have to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. She's like... And it's also like a crime for like witches to kill other witches. So like, supposedly, Fiona's supposed to be burned at the stake. More than once. But, yeah. <laughs> it so, is revealed. Yeah. But, you know, she's just a liar. She's an evil liar. Mm. Jessica Lang is so good at playing that. Too. I know mm. she's like there's nothing she can't do and then we mm. we also lost our minds when we saw Angela Bassett on the screen oh, oh my man. god that was though the one thing about that is I like it felt I mean of course it's rushed because it's like it's sort of like horror uh, uh 
uh, it's a TV show and like the episode is not about that subject, but it really felt like, okay, this is like, this episode really is pitting like a, a group of, uh, black people against a group of white people yeah. and doesn't really explore that that much. And I was, yeah. I, I was kind of uncomfortable with that, especially when it starts with a lynching Yes, and then, and um, then kind of like only uses the lynching as like as a like a tool yeah, to as move like a the tool. story. Yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. And like when I realized that we were going to be doing this episode and I was watching it, I was like, "Oh man, like this is loaded." Yeah, yeah. Um I feel like like you said it feels rushed with uh, Angela Bassett's character Marie Laveau. Mm-hmm. So she like plays um quote unquote the voodoo queen yeah. you know um which i don't know how politically correct that is yeah and i don't know how accurate i tried to do some research last night about how accurate like um the actual like voodoo practices that they do i couldn't really find anything yeah but um i, I don't know some of that kind of makes me uncomfortable because it feels like really stereotypical you know it like, does it does it's like yeah. uh voodoo has been used in horror frequently as a uh outsider kind of thing or as a barbaric kind of thing exactly Uh, raising the dead is like a like a i think like zombie is is a term that's connected with voodoo um uh a lot i remember i did a project on this in like fifth grade or like sixth grade about (laughs) like early horror and like um like voodoo is like uh, where the idea of zombies come from like a a walking person is not like there So, like, like, it's interesting when you have pastiche, like American Horror Story, something that uses a lot of pieces, a lot of cutout pieces of a bunch of different things, because it loves the genre. But the genre, um, like, some of these pieces that it's using are, uh, have this, uh, like, if not investigated, like, uh, 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 history behind it a history behind it that if it is not investigated it it kind of doesn't um use it respectfully like you're you're committing the same crime because you're not investigating it's kind of an unethical story yeah and also um so two at least two of the characters are based off of real people um so, like, Marie Laveau is based off of a real person. Mm. I looked this up yesterday because I was curious. Um, basically, there was a woman, I think it was, like, uh, late 1700s, 1800s, New Orleans, who um, she was seen as, like, a kind of like a medicine woman, you know? Um, <clears throat> and she was seen as, like, a healer. And then she eventually, like, had a daughter who looked just like her. And she, like, I guess had her daughter go out pretend to be her, so it looks like she was living forever. Oh. So that's kind of... Oh, so, like, Angela Bassett's character, like, her thing is that she lives forever, you mm. know? And this is kind mm. of based off of, like, this lore, you know? And it's really interesting, because, like, in the show, she has a um, a hair salon mm-hmm. um, where she serves, you know, like, the black community. But mm-hmm. in the lore, it's saying that she served uh, white women and would get information from them, like, gain their trust, and then kind of, like do money scams and money schemes oh. and that it made it look like oh, made it yeah. look like witchcraft but it was actually her just like gaining their trust yeah. and like getting information and like scamming them which i learned Shocker. this just yesterday interesting yeah. Yeah. interesting and of course these white women were like too too proud to to acknowledge of course they'd rather blame, blame like 
witchcraft. Instead of like, oh, I was dumb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is like kind of the, the whole uh, witchcraft thing. The whole witch hunt thing. Yeah, witch hunt is like, oh, this person, um, uh, like I, I, my own failings must be because they seduced me or used some magic powers yeah. over me. Seduced yeah. the devil or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the witchcraft is the byproduct of like, people gaslighting themselves like it's, it's a little bit misogyny, yeah. right Jesus, it's yeah. it's uh basically at its deepest core the yeah. fear of witches yeah. is misogyny it's uh, yeah. a fear of women having power over a person or you know you yeah know, succeeding even yeah yeah and it's interesting to see like um like the voodoo versus you know like the witchcraft but it also like you said like isn't fleshed out yeah nearly enough yeah like i wish that marie Laveau had more of like a storyline because she really doesn't really mm. that's such kinda. a shame yeah angela bassett's fucking incredible incredible yeah. you have an incredible mm. actor like angela bassett in and you're just using her as sort of like a a, a big shadow yeah. yeah yeah she's incredible and she hasn't aged from this episode we were watching to that show which i just was yeah. watching this morning wow um i was like oh she hasn't aged at all mm-hmm and, and I realized that that was, like, an, also a character trait. As I said it out loud, I was like, oh, like, oh, from yeah. the... Yeah, because they show the forever. flashbacks, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I think one thing they do, they do frame it, right? Like, they, they pit the the black witches against the white witches. Exactly. But and that's the whole, it. like, thing that basically the whole season kind of, like you know, teeters on, um, excuse me. And, um, basically like at the end of the season, they kind of start working together, which is kind of cool, you know, but, um, I don't know how I feel about using like trauma from like black people Mm -hmm. to kind of push the white people narrative along. Cause like we said, um, <clears throat> oh my god um the episode starts with literally a lynching of like a black boy a, a black boy he was yeah. like 14 yeah. um in the 60s um and basically it shows how like marie is there because she never ages and she um she uses her powers i would say to do good and to like yeah kill the white men who like did this mm-hmm. yeah you know seeks justice Right, and yeah. then we see later in the episode that she does the same thing to kind of get against the white witches. Yeah. You know? Yeah, although in that, I don't know what has been done in that situation to... Yeah, the episode doesn't give us context of the, like, why there is strife between these two groups. Because we're the, coming in yeah. episode four. We, we got right? a godfather-type yeah. situation with the goat head. yeah. Yeah, Which yeah, was yeah. fucking nuts. That was nuts. And then it's like eyes open <laughs> yeah. and blink and you're like, whoa, magic. Yeah. <laughs> Grizzly magic. Uh, it's which was it's that's a really cool yeah. like element of horror to put yeah. in. But like we don't know why the goat was sent. Or like what why that was such an egregious like that set Marie off. She was like, I'm fucking coming for you. Oh, Y'all okay. killed my goat. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, so it's not a goat. This oh. is why I didn't know what you were talking it's about. It's a minotaur? <laughs> it's a minotaur, yeah, okay. so... <laughs> oh, oh, okay. That's um, cool. Yeah, so basically she was set off because, um, okay, I actually know why. But, um, basically, Delphine, which is Kathy Bates' character, mm-hmm. 
um, she's also based off of a real person um, who was like a New Orleans socialite in like the 1800s, but she was like evil Oh. And tortured like hundreds of slaves. What the fuck? Yeah, that's her character, which is like it's so frustrating because Kathy Bates is like really likable, you know, and she's like you want to like her because mm-hmm. like I wanted her to stop everybody she was in. Yeah, <laughs> but, it's, like, oh my God. but it's like it's frustrating because like it's, it's such a diabolical like person, like a real person that she's representing, yeah. and like Kathy Bates is out here like fearful pranks ensue and you're yeah. like that's yeah. silly yeah. Yeah. you're like, funny yeah. when she yeah. exits the door and she's like kind of hunched and like uh, almost like she makes herself so small and she like she she has this physicality of just like oh I'm just like peak I like a like a mouse you yeah. know no. creeping around but it's she's, hilarious oh my god and she's like uh, I like what she says little bag of children <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, when they're taking the candy. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. trick or treating. She yeah. says, "None for you, little bag of children." So much more sense now. So yeah. she's old as so, fuck. Okay, what does she bathe in the blood? She, of people? Like, so basically, what happened is that um, Marie Laveau is punishing her because she made Marie's husband lover into a minotaur. That was like her. Oh, that no. was that was her like sadistic like disgusting torture thing that she did so she is punishing delphine gave her a vial of her tears which made her immortal and then she buried her in the ground for like hundreds of years and then basically the season starts with fiona she she wants to be immortal that's like her thing so she's like i need to find like how this happened so i'm gonna go get um delphine because i know that she's like there somewhere Mm -hmm. so she gets her digs her up and then makes her like her um servant what the yeah. fuck wow. yeah so at the the thing that you're talking Holy about shit is that they um so marie made her uh husband immortal as well but he's still like a minotaur mm-hmm. um and they i think it was obviously fiona who like cut his head off and then sent it to her yeah and probably, Which, yeah it's such a godfather thing but right? he 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 attacks queenie Queen? He does attack Queenie, but honestly, like, I don't really know why. Yeah, it's weird. It's <laughs> weird. That's, that's a classic Ryan Murphy It's thing. weird yeah. that, like, uh, a black man is going and hurts the the black woman in the other coven, you know? Yeah. It's, that's strange, but also, like, when Queenie's, like, lying in the bed and, and she's, like, hurt and... Uh, um, um, she's dead they bring her back to life oh, right, yeah right, Fiona right. does that's yeah. so like redeeming of yeah, her like yeah. you want to hate her so many times and then there's like a few times where it's just like breathes she breathes her. into Amazing. her mouth and then passes out yeah and that's then, wild and then when Queenie's on the bed and Kathy Bates is there what does she say to Kathy Bates it was like so brutal it was so like oh, oh shit she wait, hates that kind of checks out now yeah. knowing who she is yeah yeah Damn. yeah she's like super racist she's yeah. like she's like that doesn't she said something like that doesn't change anything or like, yeah that doesn't... yeah because Queenie Damn. saved um God. Delphine Kathy Bates um from the Minotaur because he no, he okay. So I remember now. Okay, he was he was going <laughs> oh, after Delphine, mm-hmm. and then Queenie got in the way. Oh, so oh Queenie, yeah. no, yeah. you shouldn't have done that. Just let the Minotaur get her. <laughs> I mean, oh my God. Okay, this I'm putting it together. Mm-hmm. Some of the okay. What about the husband, Sarah Paulson's husband, or or lover, or boyfriend, or. Yeah. 
Yeah, he's so an she's assassin. trying to honestly fuck that storyline. I don't give a fuck about him. Weird as, <laughs> um, as fucking not horror. It like, was like it was American, American Psycho. Psycho. Yeah. 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 Do like, you guys want to know though? Yeah. Wanna know, like, I want you, to know. You don't give a shit about that story <laughs> at all, or? Well, okay. So, because I've seen this season like so many times, like I know all the little ins and outs, but mm-hmm. basically, like, he's a witch hunter. Oh. You were, yeah. You kind of called that. Did you? I, I assassin. That's all. Mm, yeah. But just yeah. because of the gun here. But why else? Yeah. Would, why wouldn't he kill any, you know? Yeah. Oh my god, is he trying to kill Sarah Paulson? Well, so he kind of married in. It was part of a big plan so he could get into the coven. Yeah. Sneaky savage. Um, yeah, and then, like, the woman, he... There's, like, a scene where he's in a hotel with a woman. It looks like he's just, like, a dirty cheater, and then he murders her. Um, uh, but she's, like, a witch. So... Uh, so yeah. he is a psychopath, though, because he could have just killed her. But no, he was like, I'm yeah, gonna... Yeah, he has sex with her. Fuck and her. Then, and then she makes soup for him. And burritos. Yeah. And then he, yeah, pop, pop with the gun. Uh, weird, weird. Yeah. Very weird. Is that the first instance you see of him? Is that where it's like um, revealed? Not the first you see of him, but the first where you're like, oh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Like, what you the know? Fuck? Yeah. And meanwhile, Sarah Paulson is trying to have a baby with this guy. Yeah. Mm. And she's going through like IVF and all this Jesus. stuff. So th- there's just like, there's. So much is going on in this episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Early, like, it still feels early season, though. Like, it feels like uh, there's a lot of plot lines, but it feels the beginning of the plot lines, right? So this guy's like, he's going around killing these people, and you're like, oh, what? And then there's, like, there's the struggles happening between the two factions in Nuance, um, and... <laughs> you won't hear us saying, you will not hear us enunciate those words today. <laughs> Uh, he, uh, and then there's like, like, yeah, her wanting to like, uh, get pregnant. It's, then there's that kid who's banging his head on the bathtub. Oh, Evan Peters. Oh yeah. What the fuck what is the fuck? that? I forget I mean, about his character in this sometimes, but, um, <laughs> he basically, uh, it sounds so crazy when I'm like trying to explain it, yeah. but in the, in the first episode when Zoe, who is, uh, Thaisa Farmiga. Yes. She yeah. comes to the coven and um, <laughs> she and Madison go to, like, Madison is um, Emma Roberts, Emma Roberts yeah. and they go to a frat party. And um, he's Kyle, who's Evan Peters, is in a frat. And then um, this is horrible, but uh, Emma Roberts, her character, gets gang raped. And what? I know it's really like awful. <sighs> like, what is this show? I Why know. does this show have so much like. This is Ryan Murphy. I know. It's so, like, overt and, like, jarring, you know? But, so, that happens, and then she um, goes out and, like, flips their bus. They have, like, a frat party bus and kills, like, 12 of them. She just, she waves her hand. Emma Roberts does. Yeah. And she flips the bus. The it's power awesome. That, that has. Yeah. Oh of the God. rapists. But also Kyle was in there, but he was good. Oh. So oh. that's the sad part. You know, and like at the party he and um Zoe, the other girl, kinda hit it off. Um, and of course he dies, and then in the next episode oh. he dies, and then in the next episode they go to the morgue and Emma Roberts is like, I'm gonna repay you. 
um, for saving me from those guys. So we're gonna put them back together. We're gonna. We're gonna. <laughs> He's like a Frankenstein's monster. Yes. Like she opens a body bag and it's like body parts. Oh. Whoa. She's like, we're gonna get the best boy parts and we're gonna make the perfect boyfriend. That's. And then, and then they put them wow. together. Yeah. With a bunch of everybody else's body parts, and then like they bring him back to life, but he's all fucked up because yeah. like they're not very good witches yet, but also because like his body, like it's not his body, it's not like his parts, you know. Uh-huh. So like, so it just leaves kind of this. Um, it's horrifying. This monster. It's really sad. And he's yeah. When you see, we the first time we see him, he's banging his head against the tub, and yeah. he's covered in blood. And yeah. I, all I'm thinking is like having a bad day like, <laughs> right like with no context it's like yeah, I'm in there. okay I'm in there. <laughs> it's but, just, it, it could just be barbecue sauce yeah, it could be sauce he got too much sauce in his yeah. hair and now we've tied it in yeah we fully well, we tied it, it in we that's why you always job. wear a chef's hat when you eat barbecue <laughs> all right signing off yeah why you wear a chef's hat when you eat <laughs> it's all over him uh, amazing She's gonna kill him. That was the other. So the first moment uh, I was like, yeah. "What the fuck? What?" Was when she kills Emma mercy. Roberts. Yeah, yeah, because it, she's yeah. like, "This is horrible. I created a monster. He's in pain all the time. Like, I got it." She sees the rat poison and is like, "Yeah." She mixes it, it with a good ass looking tuna salad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She opens up just, that tuna and I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like, damn." Uh, she's like, "You must be hungry." Uh, I don't. I was just like, "What kind of monster is he?" And then she opens the tuna. I'm like, "What kind of monster is he?" <laughs> tuna. What? I love tuna. Tuna's, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, but I thought it would be like, oh, you're hungry, I'm going to get you some raw meat or something like that, because oh. he's some kind of, like, werewolf or something, I don't know. Uh, I got and, then, and then she opens a can of tuna, so I'm like, you, what? Because we have no context. You also said the assassin guy was a werewolf. We both were oh, fully on board yeah. with, no, without no, werewolves must be a werewolf. There's no werewolves in this mm. season. Oh, dang. Uh, what's the, what's the wait, 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 wait. You what? said it looked like a good ass tuna sandwich. I never saw the sandwich, but well, all I saw was salad. like, yeah, that looked good as hell. <laughs> it's just, this is mixing mayonnaise. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I just, I, that's right. You were like, I just, <laughs> yeah, I gotta get me some of that. I said, I said, I love just tuna salad. <laughs> it's not, yeah, it's underrated. As With a some like relish. I don't, I don't like mayonnaise, so tuna salad is unappealing to me. You yeah. can do it with like anything else. I mean, mayonnaise is superior, and there's something wrong with you. But. Well, I mean, what? What? Well, like what what's though? the equivalent? What? Like yogurt? Yeah. What? Some oil. Some I guess oil. oil. I guess oil. Would that actually doesn't vinegar. sound bad. But yeah. I mean, the tuna already comes in some, oil or some vinegar, capers, right? Some capers. Little, you know, capers and pepper. Ooh. Mm. I like just the stinky foods. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. The smellier, the better. Um, I now I'm hungry. Now I really want to try. You want to like a? Oh, is there a good tuna? Like salad tuna sandwich place here in Chicago, there must be some kind of deli. Any kind of deli, uh, probably. Yeah. Also, Jimmy John's. You didn't hear it from me because uh, Jimmy oh. John is a bigot. Yeah. yeah. But and he kills endangered animals. And he's animals from Champagne. For fun. He's from my hometown. <gasps> he is. Mm-hmm. Champagne. He kills endangered animals for fun. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> tuna sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. So fast. <laughs> Freaky fast. Uh, so yeah, we were so ready to explore like werewolves or something, but it's For some just reason, yeah. voodoo witches and, okay, but that's the thing that Ryan Murphy does really well is he does frame the episode in a time and a place so well. Like you, there's no, 
giving giving us the context of like okay this is the deep south mm-hmm. and and the context of like this is the history like this is what was happening in america that doesn't change right the only thing that changed was like now there's witchcraft in this world mm-hmm. like that was all we needed to know like i'm i'm willing to accept not that i think it's responsible storytelling at all i don't think it's responsible but I'm willing to accept, like, okay, that's the world. I also think that there's a lot of that that's true that still exists in the South, probably. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Being from Arizona, I don't have context for what the Deep South is actually like yeah, at all. Southwest is a different kind of... Different kind of racism. Yeah, different kind of racism. <laughs> they think yeah. it's justified to, <laughs> right. to be racist against immigrants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, in the... I don't... I have no idea what, what the relations are like there but um i it felt true enough Mm -hmm. i don't know i was willing to buy into that world speaking of buying into that world the accents on leslie jordan and the other that that introduction of the of the not tribunal but the which is council? council? The council. Council. I was like chair people. They kind of <laughs> did a tribunal. Yeah, they did a tribunal. Yeah. The council of the witches <laughs> who came in, and then and then the way uh, Jessica Lang like like in like greets each of them. Yes. Damn. Oh my god. Damn. The, ch- the chuckle that yeah. the last one gets. She says, yeah. Pembroke. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. The Whoa. shade. She's such a- Bitch. Yeah. The authority, the power. It's respectable. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, this woman owns everything that she does. She doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not even just, like, with witch stuff. Just, like, regular, like, interpersonal yeah. Like, yeah. relationship. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, like... She rules. Uh-huh. Yeah. uh-huh. And the, in so in this world, they make it sound like... She's been supreme for 40 years. They make it sound like it there should be more Supremes more often. Exactly. She's been really She's had an unnaturally long reign and, uh, and the leader of the, uh, tribunal at this point, um, believes her to be unrightfully like, like she killed to get this position and, and she kind of did. Well, you know how she, like I said earlier, she wants to live forever. Mm -hmm. And as a Supreme, the whole thing is that when a new Supreme rises like into her power she's supposed to die she's supposed Uh to lose her power and die so once she realized that madison could be the new supreme she like felt that she killed her but like uh in the in the little clip that we saw she's like why won't you kill me you you have to if you're gonna be supreme why don't you take this knife and kill me and there's like that sort of struggle oh that's what she was saying i thought she like okay why didn't she? She said she couldn't. Well, because she was a girl. She was young. She was what, seventeen. Well, or I whatever? think she was trying to. I don't think she actually wanted her to kill her. Mm-hmm. She was just playing some mind games, yeah, you know. Okay, okay. And then it was like an accident, you know, like when she, <laughs> she slit her throat. I slipped. Yeah, Oops. and slit your throat. She wouldn't have been fit for it anyway. <sighs> That's fucked up. I wanted now. All I want to know is like. How does Emma Roberts come back? Because you see Emma Roberts. He didn't actually take care of the body. He kept the body for his weird kink shit. Yeah! yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot that this episode is the one where you like see his attic, his room. Yeah. I'm like, that's like, what my apartment looks like. Re- what? 
Uh, too many dolls. Dolls. Terrifying. I mean, you like also Loki. dress up like that. Uh, yeah. Do you have you a, an eighth, a very old lacy like doll? Not dress? in front of people. <laughs> Oh, did, did he have pigtails? Am I crazy in thinking that? Mm, I don't know if he had pigtails. He had like a okay. bonnet. Yeah, he put a yeah, bonnet on. Yeah, that's right, a bonnet. Um, oh my god, yeah. what the fuck no, is that? No, that seems terrifying though. Like, he has all these dolls, they're really scary, and like, he has these long nails. Yeah, his long nails. This is a man who is so in love with Fiona that he cut out his own tongue. Yeah. Yes, yeah. 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 Because he's been charmed to... Only be able to speak the truth. Right. Like you yeah. can't tell a lie. So she killed um, the Supreme before her. Yeah. So and she did do the killing. She, she did. Is she the killed bad, her. Bad witch. She killed her. Spalding knew. Myrtle with the red hair. She charmed his tongue so he would tell the truth. Mm-hmm. But then he, like, didn't want to meet with the council and tell the truth, so he just cut his tongue out. <laughs> so he cuts out his own tongue. <laughs> He's yep. in love with Fiona. Yeah. Uh, but also, I have no idea why he kept the body. I don't know what what the because fuck was he doing. His weird kink. Well, I don't even know if it was a kink. I think he just wanted like a big doll. Oh. That he could yeah. dress up. Yeah, and pour tea for. Yeah. Oh, that's gross. That guy's <laughs> fucked up, man. Yeah. A lot of these he characters is. are. You he... like this show is like, let me take the darkest part of a person and highlight that. Oh, definitely. Is there anybody on the show that you're like, that's actually a good person? Um, are the three girls <laughs> like the three the three students? Are they like the moral center of the story? Um, or? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, but they still do things like they're kind of like, ooh, that's kind of fucked up. Yeah. But like, um, Zoe, who is like the blonde, not Emma Roberts. She, um, the reason why she realized she was a witch and that why she got sent away, this is in the first episode, is she was having sex with her boyfriend for the first time. And, like, she gave him, like, an aneurysm. What? And he died. Whoa. Yeah. And that's that how she the, realized she was a witch? That's how she realized she was a witch because, like, her mom was like, my mother had the same affliction. And then, like, they sent, she just sent her away. Um, wow. And then she, like... Uh, like, two of the frat guys in the bus survive, but they're, like, in critical condition. And she goes and, like, he's, like, out. And she, like, you know. Has sex with him. Those, so that he has he Yeah, and then gives him an aneurysm and he dies. But so I, get it. I, I'm sorry. I get that one, though. Her, like, <laughs> her secret power is that she fucks someone and they die. Yeah. But of specifically an aneurysm. Yeah. Could she do other magic? Eventually. Okay, okay, okay. that's wild. Yeah. Also, ter- like, every guy? Well, that was, like, her Her boyfriend was, like, the first one. And then, like, she Did was she... like, oh, I'm gonna fucking kill this uh, frat guy who, mm. you know. Can she control it? Control what? Like, if, if the person dies or not? No. Not yet. Oh. Mm. Wow. Because she just has... She's new to being a witch. Ooh. She's only four episodes into yeah. being a witch. The, the show doesn't really explore, like, ethical conundrums. It just explores, like what's gonna happen with this character if they choose to do the worst thing but also like it sets it up where like sometimes i'm like cool with it (laughs) like when she kills the frat rapist yeah i'm like 
go kill more of them. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's one off the list. Let's let's exactly. go down the rest. Is, yeah. Is like this is an anthology series, so we only get these characters for this season, yeah. and so we just see their the not little journey, but like just a season's worth of everything and it has to move very fast for it to escalate a bunch right yeah that's true you said this is your favorite season of the show Mm -hmm. uh like what about the way this season is built makes it such a good season of television and of american horror story i feel like at least relative to some of the other seasons um it does seem to tie up some loose ends you know um Whereas, like, sometimes they just kind of, like, leave it open-ended. Yeah. Another classic Ryan Murphy troupe. Yeah, and it's also, like, there's some things that are really, like, gratifying. Um, Like, when, like, the Black Witches and the White Witches kind of, like, join forces. That's cool. Mm -hmm. I like that. Um, And when they, like, murder all the witch hunters, like, in the end. It's just a lot of stuff I'm, like... They're setting up a lot in this episode, then. Right, but Mm. then, um... It also, like, it it makes you, like, think. It makes you feel kind of, like, like a little empty in the end. Because, like, um... In the end, it kind of ends with, um... Fiona, uh, Marie, and Delphine all go to hell. That checks out. Marie, too?! Yeah, I know. Okay, so this one really bugs me because, like, I really, like, root for her because she's done so much over, like, hundreds of years for, like, her community. Yeah. You know? And, like, even, like, in modern day, you know, she's, like, doing that woman's hair and she, like, gives her some money. Yeah. Um, That's the woman whose son son died. Yeah, I didn't realize that until a couple times in watching it. Oh, man. um, Wow. Yeah, and it's just, like, she just did so much. And, like, she seemed to be kind at heart. But the reason why she's able to be um, immortal is that she, like, sacrifices an innocent soul every year. So that's, like, a baby. She, like, kidnaps a baby and, like, kills it. Wow. So, like, that's why she went to hell. You know what I mean? And it's just, like, I feel like, yes, I feel like Fiona should go to hell. I feel like Marie doesn't really deserve it as much, (laughs) you know? But Especially since... I mean, the things that Fiona are doing is, like, inherently she's... All the bad things she does are just so that she can have power and so that she can be... She alone can be successful and powerful and have all these things. And it... She's knowingly evil. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Marie is knowingly evil, but is, like, advancing, like, black power and, and, and providing for community and taking care of her people and... She really cares about that. Yeah. And, it's, like... That fucking sucks. I know, and at fuck. the end, it sucks because uh, in their hell, Delphine and Marie are together. Basically in Delphine's torture attic chamber, that where she tortured all of her slaves, but it's, like... Instead, uh, it's, like, Marie is torturing her, uh, and, like, she's being tortured, and then Marie's, like, I don't want to do this. You know, like, yeah. I don't want this but it's like right. oh, you're in hell so like you have to and this is what you're doing forever that's a it's sad. That's sad she has to inflict the pain that like w- was she around the same time as delphine were they like alive at the same time yeah originally? they had like major beef because remember she uh delphine 
uh, made her boyfriend into a minotaur. Oh, yeah. I think that, yeah, that definitely justifies some beef. Yeah, I forgot that. Beef. Beef, right? (laughs) Oh, no. I thought it was crazy that she could recognize a friend of hers as a zombie. At the end, Delphine oh, opens the door. Yes, and it's that's, like, that's, how do you fucking know? Like, those are her daughters. Wild. And Marie killed them and then brought them back to life. That's pretty good. To come haunt their mom and yeah. they smile at her. That's yeah, they yeah. smile. Darker. What the fuck? And it's it sucks because like at times in the series is like I find myself um, sympathizing with Delphine when she's like, those are my daughters, you know, and it's like really sad. But then you remember all the, like, the shit she did, you know? And she was bad to her daughters, too. Like, she would sometimes torture them as well, you know? no. And it's just, like... like, The thing you have to take away, I think, they they explored that in the the Ted Bundy-Zac Efron movie, right? That, like, you never know. What a tag team. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Ted Bundy, the Ted? iconic serial killer uh, slash director. Uh, um, Zach Efron, the iconic <laughs> high school musical it's man. Like a buddy cop. Yeah. Buddy cop um, movie. Yeah. We're like, it doesn't matter what you look like. You, we can all just be monsters, and like, there's human parts to us. But like, and I, I think that's just like we people forget like that we, you can have both. Like you can feel bad for someone and then remember, oh. They don't deserve that. Yeah. Like, they're terrible, actually. Mm-hmm. And, like, you don't have to forgive them or have them in your life or whatever. Well, uh, unless somebody brings that person back to life or buries them, even though you've cursed them with immortality. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, like, the, the big thing about immortality of, like, it, the worst part of immortality would be being immortal and having to live through being stuck somewhere. Yeah. Being tortured. Or... That's, like, a common theme, I think, in, like... In fantasy, mm-hmm. that people are like forced to, people are forced to be immortal, like underwater and, and like alone. Yeah. But what I don't know. Would you find Zen? Would you? Would is you? there a world where you can be happy? Well, Delphine says that while she is immortal, she's in her box under the ground for hundreds of years. All she sees is like her daughter's faces. Wow. That explains why she remembers them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though they're zombies. So I feel like when when you're that kind of person, like, there's no peace. You can't be peaceful with yourself. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If you're immortal. And a Unless you're person. like Fiona, because, like, Fiona doesn't have, like, a conscience. Have you, you know, yeah. you know the, uh, there's another meme, but it's, like, in one of the later episodes where she's trying to sell her soul to become immortal, and uh, the deity can do that tells her that she doesn't have a soul and then she's like haven't you heard i have no soul and then she (laughs) snorts a bunch of coke (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) (laughs) like ryan murphy like whoever writes these things like some of the lines they come up with just will stand the test of time i i will never be able to see emma roberts and not think of surprise bitch yeah oh yeah yeah yeah. Definitely. No matter what she does. It's, uh, this show is like, it's very good campy entertainment and it's very fun and it's fun, like, it's fun to, the drama is like, 
like real relatable drama, but the characters are all terrible people, and like you're willing for any of them to die at any time, and yes, like if anything happens, you're like, eh. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they deserve it, hundred percent. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I think we definitely do get redeeming qualities from like all of the quote unquote evil people. You know, um, there's this scene. It's in one of the later episodes. It's uh, Fiona. She um, she's like in the hospital waiting for um cordelia because she's been blinded oh yeah that happens in this episode oh yeah she gets acid thrown on her what the oh fuck? yeah we, i forgot about that yeah, yeah, yeah a shadow i wrote shadow acid oh my god yes shadow acid yeah. um and anyway she's in the hospital and she's kind of like freaking out and she like goes and sees like a woman who's had like a like a her baby was stillborn and like she's just talking to her and she's like like, is it a girl? Here, look at her. You have to look at her. This is your daughter. It's, like, really sad. Like, I cry. Wow. Like, every time. And she brings the baby back to life. Wow. And it's, like, a really touching. She's, like, tell your daughter you will love her until the day you die. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it's, like, and it's so, like, it's really sad and, like, because we never see that with her and her actual daughter, you know? And it's, like, it makes you think, like, maybe she wishes she had done it different. And, like... It's just, yeah, seeing, like, different sides of, like, Damn. all the characters. Damn. What is the, the, also, yeah, Fiona's relationship with her daughter, who is Sarah Paulson's character, mm-hmm. um, what the fuck is that? Because Sarah Paulson is, like, seems like she'll do anything for her mom. Like, she, she full-on is, like, there's no way Emma Roberts was the next Supreme. You've been barking up the wrong tree. Well, I think that... <clears throat> I don't know if she was really trying to defend her mom because, like, there really is, like, a complicated relationship there. And, like, she she says later how she feels dumped by her mom because she just kind of, like, dropped her at the place and, you know, went off and did her own supreme shit. Yeah. And, like, uh, but at the same time, she recognizes that Fiona is, like, the supreme and you have to respect that, you know, like, and she's, Ooh. like, she's the most powerful witch and we have to like respect that so i don't know if it was like specifically for like her mom okay because she, she doesn't even call her mom telling, she calls her telling them the truth yeah she calls her fiona she doesn't like call her back i like there's the, the only moment of relating is when uh she's like get on makers neat and then she's drinking whiskey with her mom and then she's like i'll need more of these and she's they're like, like give me another one of these yeah. mr man mr man <laughs> <Jeez>. what <laughs> Um, her, like, little list. <laughs> I, it was wild to me that, like, they, that, uh, I was like, oh, you're drinking this much with your mother to the point where you're, like, puking? Like, that's, like, she's going hard, and, yeah. and I, it's just like, oh, yeah, because they don't relate to each other as mother-daughter. They relate to each other as, like, uh, respected acquaintances at best. <laughs> Not yeah. even respected, because yeah. Fiona doesn't respect her. Oh, God, that sucks. Yeah. Like, she that says sucks. all the time that she's, like... You never understood your power, like you're worthless, blah blah blah. Damn. So, so it's basically yeah. it's like it's a typical like narcissistic mm-hmm. mom and you know like daughter who wants to like please everybody mm-hmm. relationship. So how do why did why does she get blinded then and not Fiona? Like what happened? It was um one of the witch hunters did it. Oh yeah. Yeah. oh because she is That's sort sick. of blind too the antics of her mom you know like so she true. she yeah. doesn't she isn't like uh uh 
she protects her mom in that scenario and stuff, even though she sees that like, oh, she actually wasn't the gonna be the next supreme because she had a secret heart condition that she could. She had a yeah. That it's insane to me that she she's in a uh, like a school and stuff where she lives with people and then she has a like a uh, like a blood pressure thingy. blood pressure thingy that she's kept hidden and only like uses it when no one else is around and like well the door was wide open I don't know how open. much she was hiding what? <laughs> yeah. I'm just realizing it's also like so not embarrassing yeah yeah to have murmur. a heart condition yeah. like <laughs> that's nothing <laughs> I I'm just realizing now that you two probably I don't know if you. Like, you both have, I, you seem like you have a good relationship with your mom. I don't know. You, Karen's great. So. She's been on the pond. Like, I totally get where Fiona's daughter is coming from, where, like, your mom's a terrible, can, can do terrible things and maybe mm-hmm. not treat you well, but, like, they're still your mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> we'll have to edit this out, but I, I relate yeah, to it. Yeah. I relate to that. Like, I get where. She respects her, and it's like, uh, I, I don't get to choose who, just as much as, like, your parents don't get to choose who you become. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't get to choose that, but you still, like, have a connection. There's still something there. So, like, no matter what happens, no matter how fucking terrible her mom is to her, even if her mom is a narcissist, she probably, like, there's nothing she can do about that. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. this is just the mom that I have. And it's something that she says, like, a lot of times, like, I, my whole life I've been striving for like fiona's approval and i never get it Mm. you know yeah that's rough i mean that's totally i feel like a lot of people relate to that Mm -hmm. too yeah not me i was only ever striving for my approval (laughs) Uh, i'm the fiona in this situation yeah Uh, no um, yeah do you have a favorite episode of this season uh, I don't know if I have a favorite episode because, like, to me, they all kind of like run together, and like it's almost like one big movie, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, but I have a lot of favorite parts. Um, one of them is when uh <laughs> they're trying to figure out who the new supreme is gonna be. And Myrtle, who's the red hair one, it's uh, what's her name, Frances Conroy. She's like the sure. old, the oldish lady. Yeah, yeah, with the glasses and uh, frizzy, yeah, like she's Professor like, Trelawney type. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's like playing the piano, and like um, someone's like, "How do you know? Like when you're supreme, like the supreme, like do you feel something?" And she's like. I heard it starts with a tingle in the cooch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> and then, she's, spoiler, she's burned at the stake twice, actually. What? Um, Murderless? Yeah. What the fuck? Um, twice? Yeah, well, first she's framed for, uh, I think, Madison's murder. Oh, my God. And then um, she, the second time... Uh, around, she ends up murdering the council because they're like, you burned me at the stake. So then she kills them. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, okay. She's mad. Yeah. yeah. So then, <laughs> wow. She gets burned at the stake a second time and they're like, any last words? And she goes, Balenciaga! <laughs> <laughs> it's Come like a fashion on. designer. What, why does she yell? I don't know because she's really into like fashion. Balenciaga! So, who is the new Supreme? Can you spoil it? Uh... You want to know? Yeah. Yeah. First, I want you guys to guess. Uh, it's the daughter. I thought it was Madison. I thought uh, for sure because she comes back to life. It's Cordelia. 
It's the yeah, daughter, it's the daughter Sarah yeah. Paulson. Yeah, I know. It's really a great like. It's a great arc. You know, Good it's very, offense. very like satisfying. That's yeah. one of the loose ends where I'm like, yes. This feels good, you know. Uh, good for you, Madison. Ma- not Madison. What's it? Cordelia. Cordelia. Yeah. Um, <laughs> another one of my favorite things. So you know how everybody goes to hell. So Fiona's hell is with this man who she starts a relationship with, like later on in the season, and she's like living with him in his like grandfather's old cabin, like forever, and she's like. <laughs> 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 she, she hates it and, like she's with him forever and like she doesn't want that because she doesn't I, like she doesn't seem to have feelings so she doesn't like love this guy you know yeah. so she's with him and she's like what is this smells like fish cat piss and then she goes what is this naughty pine <laughs> she screams because <laughs> the, wa- the whole wall like all the walls are naughty pine yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> naughty pine she just hates the idea of just living. Of living simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And living no hierarchy, oh, no power. <laughs> That's her hell is living with this Perfectly man. mediocre life. Perfectly normal, mm. like Naughty Pine, uh, catching some catfish for breakfast. Jesus. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> Sounds still, fucking, it's uh, not my perfect world, but come on. Come on, um, idyllic, simple. Oh not for her. These not things her. crack me up. What That's funny. Fuck? Naughty pie. Naughty pie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, that's the thing, too, that that these two show creators are really good at is creating characters and, like, having those characters really stick to who they are. Like, they don't, they don't break from that. Like, I don't see characters acting out of character so much. I guess, like, the bringing the baby back to life is kind of an out-of-character moment, mm-hmm. but it, it works really well. It sounds yeah. like it it gave her some humanity and probably tricked you into, like, liking her more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's how I feel about the entire character of Delphine. It's, like, literally, I think, I'm pretty sure in the first episode, the first scene is, like, um, one of her parties in, like, New Orleans, and then it goes to, like, her torture chamber. And, like, this is how we, like, how she's seen you know until we start to see her as like more of a human you're like no 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 i don't want this but then like kathy bates is like so like charming Mm -hmm. and funny and you know it's just like it's a complicated feeling yeah that's classic ryan murphy i it's just gimmicks though i mean that's just like the show is what are the horror gimmicks how do we twist it how do we flip it on his head yeah Yeah, sometimes it works and sometimes it flops yeah And that's the thing about American Horror Story, because I've watched all of them, is, like, I've only really liked maybe, like, three of the ten seasons. Mm -hmm. And then maybe, like, five of them, I'm like, "Eh, that was all right. I don't regret watching that. And then the other ones, I'm like, that was fucking a waste of time. You know? Do Do you watch horror, do you like horror movies? So, I'm not really into, like, um straight up horror but i do like more um like psychologically thrilling things mm-hmm. so do you like scream i never watched it uh uh you gotta watch it's, but it's also funny it's also yeah. comedic um do you so do you have like a connection to i'm wondering if you have like a connection to this horror um subtype this witch coven like do you have a like oh, yeah. a connection to those kinds of movies and have a connection to like the 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 things that they use in those movies, and that's why this yeah definitely to you most. um 
I, one of my favorite genres is uh, boarding school coming of age. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, it's a very, so, it's kind of niche, yeah, but like, yeah. that's, I'm like, stand and deliver. Your, for no, you. I know, right? Oh is it Stand God. and Deliver? What's the one with the boys and the... Oh, the... Oh, Captain, my captain. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, you know, I never, it's I not never watched it. No, not Stand It's, um... Oh. Dead Poets Society? Yes. yes. Yeah. Dead Poets See, I've never seen it, but people mm-hmm. say that I would like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah So, um, I definitely prefer, like, movies about, like, girls and women, you know, what's in those the one, settings. What's the one where it's the women at Yale and, like, I, I oh, saw a clip of Oh, with Julia... Julia Roberts. Styles and Styles. Roberts. Yeah. And Maggie Gyllenhaal. And Maggie Gyllenhaal. Mm. And there's... Sounds and like an all-star cast. Yeah. yeah. And they've, <laughs> got, they've got a female... Uh, a female. Uh, they've got a uh, professor who, like is oh they're at wesleyan right or wellesley where okay. are they which movie are they which, which, movie which is university it? i don't remember uh but they have a, a professor it's very who's, feminist yeah very feminist and they're like one of them is like thinking about going to like like for like going Mystic to grad school pizza. and stuff and and then it's not mr pizza <laughs> mr pizza i saw that movie it's it you you would have been so young when it came out there's no surprise that you didn't know i'm surprised you know about it i saw a clip of it recently and i was like what is this movie definitely yes i love i I recommend this oh mona lisa smile that's okay okay i'll send it to you yeah okay cool thanks you should definitely watch scream four also scream four one (laughs) scream one and scream four scream four is scream one okay it's it's they they just were like how do we revamp it yeah (laughs) It's we're it's not shot for shot, but it's basically now. the same storyline. It's, uh, oh, it's so good. Okay. Uh, but boarding school. That's but yeah, boarding school. But yeah, I I just really am interested in seeing um how like all female groups like work together. It's yeah. just so like it's so complex, you know, like I don't know. Yeah, navigating my female friendships is. Very different. Yeah. Than navigating my male friendships. And even like growing up, it's like, um, I want to say like the ecosystem that like girls have <laughs> yeah. together is like so complicated. It's so like intertwined, so meshed, you know? And I just, I love seeing that. Like, I mean, in Coven, the girls are like supposed to be like high school age, you know? So mm-hmm. like, I just kind of see that as a. You know, that coming makes of age. so much more sense. And you were yeah. 2013. That's 2013, your... I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. So. Yeah. And so they're actually out of boarding school. This isn't like a college Sometimes, sorority situation. So it seems like like with the red hair witch, you know, like she was supposed to join the coven. She seems a little older. I think it's like, it's I feel like of, it's mostly formative years, but it can also be like people who. It's like Xavier's school for gifted youngsters. Okay. It's X-Men. Yeah. It's an X-Men yeah. thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you would love X-Men then? Boarding school? Or like yeah, people? how do you not? <laughs> I don't think I've seen an X-Men. An X-Man. That's fine. <laughs> an X-Man. That is fine. The oh, movies so, are not great. Uh, the director of this episode directed episodes of Legion, which is an X-Men yeah. uh, story. Funny connection. Yeah. I took this quiz once. You might have sent it to me. This was like a long time ago. I took a quiz. Um, I said that Lisa might have sent it to me, but um, it was a quiz. It was like, what female like character are you like in movies and shit? And I got some X-Men character that like kills men by having sex with them. 
What? Are you sure? Was Wait, that is rogue? It like rogue? Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's what I got. She can't control. She can't touch anyone. Yeah. She like touches. She draws their she, life yeah. away from them just by touching them. That's amazing. Yeah. That's what the entire first, the first uh, X Men trilogy uh, with Brian Singer is all about. Like Anna Paquin plays Rogue, and she's like, kisses her boyfriend, and he just like. It's just yeah. it's funny. Well, it's not funny, Turns but it, it's woman. interesting because like that's like that one girl's power. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. In this, in that's what I in thought that coven. when you said yeah. it, but yeah. I didn't say anything, and now I realize yeah. even yeah. if I had said anything, you maybe wouldn't have gotten it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> only because I took the quiz. Yeah. yeah. I think that's great. Uh-huh. Yeah. Lisa does. Lisa does send a good quiz. Yes. Yeah, a good who are you? I can't appreciate. It. I can appreciate the Thank quiz. You. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yeah. Before we go. Okay. We just like to thank the creators of the show, starting with showrunners Ryan Murphy and Brad Falchuk. We even though we, we trashed him the whole time. Yeah, we trashed Ryan Murphy the whole time. <laughs> oh, we, we, we didn't, didn't mention trash Brad. Him. Yeah. What is Brad? I bring? mentioned Brad. You mentioned Brad. He. They work He's together all the time. Producer. Ah. Yeah. They, just, <laughs> they are the creators of the show, though. They are like, oh, let's make an anthology show together, and yeah. they're like, we are so brilliant, and so they do it. They are. People keep. Tuning in to watch people do shows. keep tuning in. Yeah. I, it's pretty incredible On that FX. this show that this show has had <laughs> what ten seasons, yeah, uh, and they can find new genre subgenres within horror. That's pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah, that there's that much within this. Well, thing. and and they're not. It's not boring. It's never boring. You're always like, what are they gonna do? I'm sick of this shit, but I gotta know. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're a fan, I don't know if that's your experience. Wait, what? <laughs> Why do you keep tuning in? Um, uh, well, the thing is, because it's an anthology, it's like, I want to see what they do next, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, exactly. That's how I feel about Fast and the Furious. Mm, <laughs> what are they going to do next? What are they going to do next? Yeah. But there's only two more movies. Anyway. Does uh, the same cast hold through the whole series? Yeah. In American Horror Story? Yeah. Not, a lot, not, a lot not of times. Yeah, I thought we were talking about... <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> a lot of times, then they kind of bring people in and out, you know? This episode was written by Jennifer Salt and John J. Gray. John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Yeah, that's what I thought when I wrote that name down. <laughs> John Jacob Gray Schmidt. This episode was... Why are we... Why is the energy on this reading of this part so slow here? We, we keep... We keep because stopping. we keep switching. Yeah, we keep stopping here. It... Instead, we just got to barrel through it. This episode was directed by Michael Uppendahl. And this episode is filled with the talents of Sarah Paulson, Thaisa Farmiga, Francis Conroy, oh, I'm going to butcher that, Gaburi Sidibe, Jessica yeah, Lang, Angela Bassett, and Emma Roberts. We wouldn't have our show if they didn't make theirs, so I guess, yeah, yes. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, uh, All people. <laughs> Aaron, do you want people to find you? Where yeah. can people find you? Where can people find you? Um, You can find me at E-R-I-N underscore underscore r-o-u-x on instagram and that's all thank you for listening to season three episode four our theme song is written and performed by jacob bernstein i i did do it i did steal your line again you did you did uh you can find lisa on instagram at l-a-s-s-i-s-s-i-s-s-a you can find adam on instagram at damon hd uh you can find ozzy on instagram you heard him scratching the couch earlier uh at ozzy the buddy that's o-z-z-i-e the buddy you can find this podcast at Season 3, Episode 4. The words are words, the numbers are numbers. What's the episode? Bye! Bye! What is the episode? Season 3, Episode 4.
Thank you. 